It's time for more real talk about the voiceover industry with your hosts, Linda Bruno and JJ Wilson. It's the Voiceover Gurus Podcast. Again, welcome back to the Voiceover Gurus podcast. Hi, JJ. Hi, Linda. How are you this morning? You look lovely. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm a little yeah. tired. I did my hair this morning, all three of them. <laughs> Your hair looks fantastic. Thank you. I'm letting it grow out. It looks like I've been electrocuted. I don't know what's going on. Digging as usual, the Snoopy, <laughs> Snoopy Linus, whoever it is, Charlie Brown shirt that you're wearing. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have a whole collection of them. I but do. this is exciting. I'm excited today. I didn't sleep much last night. And my <laughs> wife said, you're interviewing who? And I went, yeah, I know. It's not know. an interview, J.J. Not an interview, we don't but interview we're, I mean, people. we're having on the show to have yes. coffee talk. We're going to have a little coffee talk coffee right talk. now, right? That's right. what we call it in New York. Now, I may have to step away because I probably have a few auditions for Voice 123 uh, <laughs> okay. while we're doing this. So uh, if I just disappear, you'll know why. Okay, and I think this And that uh, leads us into our guest, who you can yes. introduce. <laughs> Rolf Veldman. Hello, Rolf. <laughs> yeah, very nice to be here. No pressure at all. Okay. Good to do it. <laughs> So yes, I'm sweating you, a little. <laughs> sweat. I'm sweating a lot. So, <laughs> so if you uh, don't understand what we're doing, we're actually speaking with Rolf. Um, he is the CEO of Voice One Two Three, which is this tiny little pay-to-play that pretty much nobody. It's a startup, <laughs> right? Niche, very niche, very niche. Yeah, very niche. Oh, by the way, Rolf, I'll need your address so I can send you a check. Maybe even higher on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so this is exciting because. Um, you know, I know me personally, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with pay-to-plays, Rolf. Um, you yeah. know, I love it because it. I really did start my business and building my my career. Yeah, I mean, I wound up, you know, landing some of my biggest early clients through Voice123 and Voices.com. Yes. Um, and so without having that platform, you know, who knows? Who knows uh, how yeah. how long it would have taken to, to get yeah, it. Yeah, but, but fundamentally, it's also weird that we we exist in the first place, right? It's kind that's of a, the thing. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. There's a, I can understand the love-hate relationship. It's, uh, yeah. I know that there's work on platforms like Voice on the 3 on yeah. the end, and you have to go on a platform like Voice on the 3 and you have to pay a subscription, and there's right. all of that. Right. Even though like we have our vision to be fundamentally different, but the voiceover industry is complicated enough as it is. Wow. Yes. And there's also now pay to play, right? And right. makes it even harder. And I it's think that's what makes it hardest for sorry, Linda, people our age, she's much younger than I am. But you know, when I started the the the, the two tracks were the size of a small Volkswagen and we never stayed home. We always went to the studio. I drove eighty five thousand mm-hmm. miles in Miami Beach one year, going back and forth to do Ford spots. And now I've I've had my car for 17 years. I got 12 miles on it. I just I don't ever go anywhere because I got to be home. And and it's a, yes. a totally the the people who are getting into the business today have no idea what it was like for us. And we didn't have oh, to audition. My beeper went off, and I'd just go down and make you know your money beeper. And then, yeah, my beeper. Yeah. <laughs> beeper. What is a beeper? Yeah, right. Exactly. But. Uh, I just wanted to tell you a quick story. Uh, 14, 14 years ago, I, somewhere around there, I got an audition through you guys, and it, it said something like, uh, welcome to Americana Outdoors. And I went, well, how am I supposed to show what I can do with it? Anyway, I read it, sent it in. Five minutes later, the guy called, and I'm still working for that man today. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the, 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 those are the kind of stories that my team and I work for. Yes. Yeah. The possibilities. That's, the whole, that's how it all started. On like, Voice uh, 123. Yeah. If you happen to get a goodie, and that turned into five 13 show episodes a year for 13 years. And it's just, and then of course, then you go through the cycles of you've done 54 auditions and not booked one. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know yeah. what, you know what I find? I've never booked a job on Voice One Two Three where I was ranked number one. Oh, you were always ranked another, uh, like I was uh, like number nine, and I got it. And that's I always, interesting. I I had to learn over the years that when I'm number one, I probably didn't get it because <laughs> <laughs> people change their minds. You know, they yeah, other people. It's a very subjective. It goes industry, down the line. Right? The, you know, different yeah. producers here and go. Oh no, no, I like that guy. So, but it, it's it. I have a question for you, Rolf. Why yeah. wh- why have the pay-to-plays, you guys obviously included, gone to those multi-platform levels of membership? Yeah. What what brought that on? Well, uh, the main reason is is that the, especially in the last five to ten years, this industry has gotten even bigger and more, even more diverse. Like you used to have one person have a wide range of things that they could do. And it turns out to be more specialized, more specialized, more specialized. Yes. And people that book a lot in animation or people that book a lot in, 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 let's say, corporate VO or in commercials, they all work in different price segments, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a one-size-fit-all approach to such a customized um, industry. So we wanted to also adjust our plans. Because if you are a starting ac- actor in, let's say, the Netherlands, where I'm from, uh, you, there's a different return on your investment if you go to a company like Voice Under Three than whether you are joining it when you join in the U.S. market as a more experienced actor. So we try to m- essentially make different price points for everybody. Right. I, I reset my parameters yesterday because I was I was getting auditions that said uh, pay zero. This is just for fun. <laughs> well, yeah. I, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, hello, so, which is why I, I always I sort of partly dislike the, the pay to play comparison. I, when I joined, we, we I tried to turn that off so that there's also a free section of it because I know that a lot of people use a platform like Wasn 3 just to get started. Exactly. Just to That's do what I was going to say. It's a handful, handful of additions. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't have a membership, you're still exposed to auditioning. And right. We all know right. it's a grind to get those first out of the way. Yes. So that we right. wanted to have that access. Yeah. It's a great and place those, to practice. The, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And those it, just, it, just it, for it, fun ones. Yes. Are, are, I hope mostly are either from uh, students or voiceover coaches with their students that yes, create they pro- are. Pro- projects there. And in turn, mm-hmm. that gives yeah. them an opportunity to pr- to get their stuff shown. Yeah. So I, small, I understand small why. Small portfolio. Yep. Yeah. But I, we're at the point now where I, I, I we just, now <laughs> I, I set the parameters a little higher. Yeah, <laughs> maybe but, a minimum. Um, yeah. So no, I, and then there's so many pay-to-plays, right? So it's, uh, right. it's Voice on 3, it's Voice.com, <laughs> and then and we, I, I recently did a list and mm-hmm. I, I came up to uh, globally, and it took me about two hours. I had about fifty-eight platforms. Wow! Wow! So there's like for every niche. Like if you look gaming yeah. in Eastern Europe, that has a platform, right? And then there's these big uh, one-size-fits-all platforms like Voice One Two Three. But there's all these smaller ones, pay-to-play. So I can imagine if you're just starting, you're completely overwhelmed by the, <laughs> the yes. sheer opportunity of it all. Yeah. We but, we suggest for our students, and I usually just recommend to start off with Voice One Two Three, yeah. because there is that direct client relationship. If you do book a job, um, yeah. you know where Voices dot com has those varying. There's I, I don't really enjoy the fact that some of the transparency isn't there, 
um, and I have some students that have had some experiences where they didn't have any control over what was happening and they were just being told, this is what you're getting paid, give us your files, and that just makes me very uncomfortable. Right. Um, yeah, I can imagine. And it's also fundamentally how we got started. Like our founders, Tanya and Alex, Tanya was a voice actress and Alex was a, basically an engineer. Uh, she was a bit sick of all the middlemen that she had to pay just to get a job. Yes. Yeah. And she wanted that kind of transparency. And that's why basically for the last 18 years, we've always said, okay, voice on three's role is to not be in the way and then make the voice actor and their client meet up right. and they take it from there. Right. Uh, <laughs> Which is also very good practice for the newbies because they've got to learn to, like we did, only not in person, work with producers and directors on the phone and usually too many of them. And, you know, I, I remember I went to one, I, the, the bank owner was there and he said, yes, and this is my mom. And I went, why did you bring your mother to a session? And she started directing me. She goes, no, I don't like the way he said that. And I'm going, oh boy, here we go. It's be a now, long, Ralph, you, long you, you, you're not a voice actor. You didn't start out no. that way. You're no. like, I think you, I read you're a historian. You, you studied as a historian. historian. Yeah, I, that's what I, what I studied in, in uh, university. And uh, as you all know, there's not many job applications that require, require an historian. So I had a, a wider range of, of, uh, of job opportunities when I grew up, uh-huh. uh, job experiences. And then I basically, through happenstance, got introduced to Alex and Tanya, who were then running a company. I started working with them. And over time, I started working with them more and more and more until this opportunity in Voice on 3 arose. And I, uh, I was fortunate to, to start here in 2018. 28, I was just going to ask you when you started. So how many members do you guys have? Oh, I wanted to ask Mem- that too. <laughs> members, team members, or you mean... Oh, no, uh, uh, voice, voice, actors. voice actors. There's a, a, we have a database of 400,000. Wow. 400,000? <laughs> yeah. 400,000. And well, about 250,000 uh, clients, as we call them. I see, people that go, to, go on to post jobs. Yeah. And um, what I've noticed out of that 400,000 is that 50 of them are serious. <laughs> That's rounding up. No, but <laughs> because there, there's know, a if, wider range of people. Yeah, yes. That's true. Because if I, you know, th- this is what I do and what I've done and how I earn my living. And, and I sit in front of the computer. I, I make it a point not to leave the house very much during the day. So when an audition does come over, I can be in the top 10 you know, of numbers of that have been received. But then I look at the end of it, and you've got like 60, 70, sometimes 80 or 100. But it, it really takes, on our end, real dedication. And that's, that's what I try to get through to our students, is that your life is going to change. You are going to be chained to your house. <laughs> yes. And if you really want a shot at this, you've got to be, you know, I th- To I be have competitive. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. I've got the the the, uh, the the message pre-written and stuck on my screen, and I just highlight it and transfer it, do the audition once, get it in, and it surprises me sometimes that I'm number six, and I just <laughs> right. wish I could go to these other people's houses and see how they're doing it so quickly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, and 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 like you mentioned, there's part of it is is doing, being consistent about being passed and being doing the auditions. Yes, but I think that trap that most people fall into when they start voiceover is maybe they get lucky in that first couple of auditions they yes. book and then they say, okay, I'm great at this. And, yes. and now the heavens will open and I will do this forever. Right. But actually, the I think the easiest part, especially with 
cheaper hardware over time is starting as a voice actor. The most difficult part is staying a voice actor and it requires a different skill set. It's more about people management. That's right. How do you do client follow-ups and how do you manage that one-on-one discussion? Like how do you turn (laughs) one audition into a 14-year-long income? That's that's where... How you stay in voiceover? That's what Linda and I teach in the in the voiceover.gurus. That's we're very very real about it. There are companies I I won't I won't name names, but they're they're big on you know take a six week course um, with uh, this teacher and this teacher, and you get a few things, and then you're going to do a demo, and it's going to be great. And give us six thousand dollars <laughs> for six or seven thousand dollars. Yeah, and I've gotten so many calls from people who have gone to this one particular place. And they sent me their demo, and it was just the best thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) So I play a game with them. I go, oh, this is fantastic. Now I'm going to send you two pieces of copy. I need them back in 30 minutes, debreathed, edited, and in time. And they get them back to me, and they're the worst reads I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) So I call them back, and I say, how long did it take you to do this demo? They said, oh, just a couple of days. And I went, okay, but you don't have a couple yeah. of days in the real life of the voiceover world. I got sent a, with a man we were working with last night, David Hughes. He sent me a car spot some months back and it said emergency car spot. And he's my friend. I called him up and I said, come on, what are you talking about? He said, it airs in 25 minutes. Get off the phone. <laughs> yes. So I slammed it onto the, the computer, mm-hmm. got it in time, mailed it to him and he satellited it out. And that's how quickly it goes these days. Mm-hmm. You know, in the old days, we'd, you know, make the reel-to-reel and yeah. s- put a stamp on it. Well, like uh, producer Dave here, who's in my studio because I work out of a production facility, when he runs a casting, and I think he only uses voice one, two, three, um, he tells me that really only 10% of the auditions that are submitted are usable for him as, competi- as you know, they're competitive to be considered, which shows you that I guess, you know, people, they get training or they don't, and then they get on the pay-to-plays and they and submit, lost. but it could be complete crap, yeah. you know. Well, and the, and there's different levels of quality expectations, right? I think yes. what, what if you're, let's say you're a new digital marketer and you're just starting or you joined a company and you have to look, you do have to do your first ad and you're looking for a voiceover. That person is not going to go into the yellow pages and call the local agency. They're going to Google voiceover, right. land on one of these platforms, maybe do a project. And they're already wowed by what maybe you and I would say is okay voiceover right? Right. because their comparison is that the, the co-worker doing it in the office mm-hmm. so over time people start developing what we call maybe more realistic a sense of quality but yeah. even in that mid-section that's where most of the voiceover work is yes. so people to, from the other side meaning the people that buy voiceover actually mm-hmm. most of the time don't really know first of all what they're looking for right. and what good versus really good is Oh, Until they're, they're, they notice it. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I can hire yeah. somebody without a speech impediment. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> did I just say impediment? You did. <laughs> speech yeah. impediment. But that's true, Ralph. The, the expectations change as you grow. And as the voice actor grows, we, we expect and want more. And no, but, but, but let's say also from a voice actor perspective. So if you're going on a website like Voice on 3 or one of the others, like your role is that you're most likely the expert in the room, mm-hmm. even if you're just very junior. Right. The person on the other side really doesn't know what to look for. And right. most likely it's one of the first of 10 times they're doing it. Right. And they need your guidance when it comes mm. to pricing because that's very hard right. to understand most of the time. And the reason. Yeah. Sometimes they that. hire you for the audition they've that you've done 
and you get to the session with them. And I go, D- I've saved the audition. I've just listened to it before our session. Uh, I'm back in that mode. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're going a completely different direction. And I go, all right. So as a voice actor, you have to be able to go from what you're stuck in already to something Change. completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's were- what I teach the students is not to get too used to the the read that you're doing because it could very easily change. Uh, hey, Ralph, I've got a question for you. Do, do you guys have statistics off the top of your head? Um, the genres that your clients, what is the biggest genre that your clients who are obviously posting jobs are posting? You know, the what do you see percentage wise? Like, is it more, mostly corporate VO? Is it... Um, IVR, is it, you know, do you know any of that? So all of it is present, but I think the biggest group is, it would be corporate Rio and, uh, and I would say midterm commercial, mid commercial, not like it's not Super Bowl ads and it's a local radio ad or it's a, it's a small web ad. Right. And those kind of advertising are, are big. And then, uh, Promos is another one that is uh, always growing. It's the most popular audio content form right now right. among marketeers. So that's one that's growing. Oh, interesting. And and video games is a, a new one that's been more and more popular right. together with animation. So I think we have the full spectrum. Mm-hmm. But historically, we've always been a company that draw, drew a lot of corporate VO. Mm-hmm. The less the less glamorous work that we have to tell people, hey, that's where the money that's is. Where we're calling. That's how you stay. <laughs> Press one for yeah. <laughs> so you guys did something really cool, um, and we had a friend that actually he wound up posting a, a job on Voice One Two Three, a producer friend, and there was an option on there that said, "Do you want to hear AI voices?" And he clicked no. no. And so now <laughs> I understand you guys were doing this study over that, I guess, over the last, what, six months? How long has that been? No, thanks. That's a summary of the study was basically that toggle, that question to clients. So <laughs> uh, to take a step back, like we, when I joined in 2018, my first question to the den owners was, okay, what is, what is the biggest opportunity and what is the biggest, biggest threat? And the biggest threat that they identified was, okay, there's AI technology is getting better and better and better. What if artificial voices take over uh, a big part of the work? If fewer voice actors find work, then voice on three by default is going to do worse. Mm-hmm. So is that a threat? So ever since then, I've been researching it. And in the last couple of years, I keep seeing an increase in the number of text-to-speech work or AI voiceover development technologies uh, just in the industry as a whole. There were even voice actors using the technology to audition on on different platforms. We oh, wow. we found out a couple found out a couple doing that. Really? And re- yeah, just to play the the numbers game, right? If I do a program for hundreds and hundreds of, of auditions, right? Then Voice on Three will kick me off, but maybe I'm lucky, right? And maybe it's just a hobbyist, but those things were happening. So technology is happening on both sides, and I felt and we felt we felt a bit blind in that process. We figured I want to we want to be more in control of whatever is going to happen with AI. And we want to be be able to let our voice actors know, hey, this is how we think it's going to influence. This is uh, what AI might replace or how AI can be a whole new category. But for us to know that, we needed to talk to the people buying voiceover, which is our clients. Right. So we added to our project form the same question that you just mentioned. Would you like to have an AI edition? If they click yes, then we added uh, an AI edition, uh, just an AI voiceover generated script, and uh, we sent it to them, 
And then we followed up with them how they would judge it, what they would pay for it, uh, would they hire it? What would yeah, they that was the scary work? part. What they would pay for it, zero <laughs> yeah. to one dollars per minute. <laughs> oh, That's one of the outcomes. So it's but <clears throat> zero to one dollars per minute is mostly because they're saying it's not good. Right. Mm -hmm. The main lesson that might not be in the report is what I saw is that the way that AI is shaping the industry is similar to how is is kind of mirroring how voiceover works already. You have super actors, you have median actors, and you have not so good people. And the price is different for, for the price of work is different at all of those different segments, right? A really good voice actor can create a really good AI version of themselves and they can use it as an add-on for new for new work. That will be very high priced. Like these TTS projects go they go through the roof when it comes to recording those kind of voices. Uh -huh. And then there's that lower Fivery kind of type of work that doesn't require that high quality. And most likely that's what AI is going to eat up because like you just mentioned, JJ, what a lot of clients want is I need this uh, yesterday. Uh, right. Can you make that happen? Right? right. And that's where AI for some formats can support if it is not super high quality output and I need it fast and right. I don't have a lot of money, then we, we're going to look for a way as voice on three to turn this into some form of passive income for our voice actors. That's the whole goal of this. Do you but think first, we, we needed to know. That's why we did the research. Right. And and Linda and I have, you know, we've talked a lot about, we've listened to a lot of AI, and it's, to my ear, being in this business as long as I can, there are just some things that aren't quite right yet with that. <laughs> and they, you know, every now and then, I can always tell, because there's yeah. just, and I'm hoping that we're far away from that, because... Uh, just last night, we were working with somebody, and I said, you know what? Uh, on this one particular word in this script, or the, the last three words of the script, I want you to pause a little bit before it, and I want you to smile like there's no end. And I, I, I want you to bring it home. Now, I'm figuring that in the future, we'll have waveforms, and one that says smile, one that says uh, a little raspy here, right. uh, pause, and the engineer will be the one making all the money because he's he's creating the spot. Right. Yeah, but n that note that you just gave or, or gotten, that can never, AI can never do that. AI I can do smile, so. a, smile a bit more Human. or be a bit, be a bit less happy. Yes. But in that single word, there's like seven different things happening at once, right? So right. the technology, even at its best version, will never be able to do that. Thank you, so, Rolf. I think Thank you. the easiest conclusion from what I've learned the last uh, last six to nine months is that AI is never going to replace uh, humans when it comes to voiceover work. Most right. likely, it's going to be a new category. It's going to impact potentially things like IVR. So for voice actors who right. have their whole career built about doing <coughs> IVR, me. Mm -hmm. I think it's sensible to start looking into different directions because that's Smart. one of the things that might most likely uh, have a, get a different shape. The uh, translations uh, is, is another one that I think is very interesting. That's true. Mm. They can use it for the yeah. small stuff to make it easy. Scratch tracks would be nice mm -hmm. instead of... Dyn I get scratch dynamic tracks. audio as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. I get scratch tracks sometimes where, uh, for some reason, the man is must have been an, an Olympic athlete and never has to breathe. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. it goes on for two and a half minutes, and then he goes... <gasps> And I'm going, slow down. <laughs> and then I always call the client and say, please let me do the... But in an AI situation, if you can set the speed, that might be better for them as a good mm -hmm. scratch track thing, and it might make it easier for us. I think there could be some benefits for those of us who are seasoned 
to to be working with AI. Um, interesting story. I don't know. Uh, do you know Anthony Bourdain on CNN? He had the travel show. I saw, yeah, I saw the news flash about that, that documentary using his voice. Yes, yeah. they, they actually AI's is his voice to narrate yeah. his own documentary after he died. And Ew. to me, that's wild, right? That, that was that's creepy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting right here. I could have done that, you know, tonight on CNN. I've done CNN stuff, but it's it's frightening, and but that's also not what what our what listeners wants. I know. So that's why I AI is part of part of a hype right now. So everything is AI, machine learning. Let's do that. Most companies, most marketers think, okay, this is hot. Let's work on that. But there's a third group, the most important group, and that's the content consumers, right? right. right. Who have to listen to the e-learning right. courses, to the e-books, and uh, watch to the, the advertising. Yeah. And even if they don't know 100% sure what they're listening to, it's most likely in almost all cases, there's something wrong with this. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, so um, I, we, I hope that with those kind of documentaries, the, the viewers in this case will correct the maker saying that hey, we don't want this. Yes. And that's so what I, think I that, read. That, that Anthony Bourdain is like an ex- excess. Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I feel the the whole, the AI thing is just a continuation of, the lack of love and humanity we have in the world now. I mean, everybody's on their cell phone. You know, people in the old days when, when I made a deal for uh, money for a session, I would do it face-to-face or on the phone. Now it's a text, hey, is 75 okay? And I'm going, I, I want to hear your voice when we negotiate price. I want to hear your feelings. Yeah. I want to hear how you now. react. It's very old school, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that we've lost that. We've lost warmth um constantly in our classes we're telling our uh, millennial students to you know they were reading a script for coven and and one of our producers the other a couple of weeks back i won't mention her name but she's wonderful she said you know i know you're a millennial but you still have to care this is COVID." (laughs) and there's a lot of the not caring type read going on which is fine yeah but it just seems like we've lost you know, I come from an era where the big smile and the announcer voice sold pork and beans. That's not selling now. And and AI is just another part of that. The the, the humanness is gone. So, uh, what was the result then? I know you guys have released your report. Um, everyone yes. can ask, access this, Rolf, basically through. Your yeah, website. I, I like Rolf's yeah, reaction to, so far. To, to voice one to three, and then the booth, and we we the started booth. a new new part of our platform, the booth, where we That's try right. to bring this kind of content and industry insights and right. then ai if you just google ai report voice on the three you'll you'll find it okay uh, the main the main lesson is that it it took away some of my fears in, in yes. the short term Mine it's too. very ex- it's too. very expensive to make uh, yeah. ai right now and it's yeah. very uh, it's very limitedly popular amongst people buying it yes but there's a huge potential Mm-hmm. And I think, and uh, there's no danger. Is maybe a hard work. I don't want to use any scare tactics, but I'm, I, I'm happy that if we in the next couple of years can turn Voice on the Three or uh, into the platform where at least some of the rules around AI are being made, when it comes to contracting, when it comes to licensing, when it comes to copyright, but also for the voiceover community to basically judge some of these companies that are in this space so that we know what are good apples, what are potentially bad apples, so that we don't get TikTok kind of incidents. Right. Oh, right. As, because the technology will get better and yeah. it will be harder to recognize. And as part of 
uh, this this new decade of content. Content is shorter, and it's shorter lived. Um, stories are shorter. Stories are sound bites. So it's going to be that's a, like a AI feeding ground because that right. the shorter the content, the shorter it is to understand. Right. I'm so not I'm not worried in the short term, but I'll we'll keep monitoring. We'll keep testing it. We'll, we <clears throat> want to offer solutions to mostly our voice actors to start training with it. I can already foresee that within the next couple of years, everybody will have an AI version of their voice and able to sell it or as part of one project where they do a bit of bit of real and AI or just AI. So it's going to be part of the future. The, yeah. the, the challenge is how and how can we shape it together in a way that's beneficial for our creators. Do you think the money will be about the same? No. Money is... No. But money pay will for be an AI voice as opposed to... Structurally to- different. I'm... Uh, I'm Will it be more or one less? of those millennials that you just referred to? Yes, I, am, I love I'm millennials. Complete. Some of them have great reads. I didn't mean anything by that. <laughs> no, no, joke. I'm, I'm one of the things I that have I've two struggled. of them in my family, so I know <laughs> it just doesn't happen up here sometimes. <laughs> no, when, when it comes to pricing, one of the things that I struggled the most with is understanding pricing in the voiceover industry. Yeah, and um, I it's highly convoluted and based on old TV structures. Yeah. Uh, it should be web first, so it should all about how many views or listens it get. Right. We're not, we're not there yet. Right. Uh, I, tr- I try. We try to implement uh, a more that kind of style booking rates in Voice on Three. Wildly unpopular so far, but I do think a version of that is <laughs> is the is the future. Right. And I, when it comes to AI, you need to think about pricing differently. Not about session time. Not about and time spent in the studio because that's not happening. It's about generating that file, and then a part of revenue sharing. Right, uh, hopefully a form of, of royalties uh, come back in that system. So, oh, that so if they use my pricing for seven change. or eight different things, that I'll get paid for all seven or eight different things. Something Maybe interesting. Right. I was wondering how mm-hmm. how that yeah. would work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, voice so one, two, if we're stuck on all, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. No, I'm just saying. So, you guys are voice one, two, three is really just trying to stay ahead of the curve here because this thing is going to change. I mean, our our industry is changing. AI is coming. Um, my, I feel like my saving. Our saving grace is that the human voice is so unique. Um, and when you get a script, when a, when a student gets a script and we get a script, we need to understand it and we need to understand what it is we're talking about right. um, in order to connect with the audience and be able to relate. So I think about that and I think, okay, well, even in 10 years, I don't know if a robot would be able to understand exactly. and then spit it back. I don't know. I'm, I'm no, scared, so, but not. <laughs> so even if the voice is... So you could say, okay, the voice might be unique or is unique, right? But we can duplicate it with technology. But mm-hmm. what is impossible to duplicate is that whole creative process. Yes. And that's what I think whenever a voice actor reads something about AI is try to position yourself even more and more as the creative. And then AI becomes a tool for you to be even more creative. If you oh, have that 30, cool. minute, that 30 minute turnaround and you already have a good AI version and but you're going to do a basic read, then you can mix those kind of... Uh, it becomes a tool for you and right. you can still deliver on what the client wants. Oh, but the client great. buying a voice actor still needs your creative mind, most of it. Exactly. We we did kind of an experiment at voiceover.guru one week. We had uh, we gave a class two nights in a row and we used the same copy for both nights but different people. Yeah, well, and we batch. were amazed that the reads were fabulous the first night and they were fabulous the second night, but nothing like the first night. <laughs> Absolutely nothing like the first completely night. different completely different yeah. reads mm-hmm. yet they were as good if not better 
Mm-hmm. And and when we go around the room, we usually have six students. The the first person reads it, and then number five reads it. And first of all, what I hate to, to the students is, if you're number five, please pay attention to what I said to number one. Anyway, um, <laughs> but sometimes number six will do something with a, a couple of words or a phrase, and I'll go, you know, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And it's just something that's... And yeah. then I start to use that. So I'm learning from our students as well, and I, I agree. That I just don't think... I, I, I kid around with Linda, and I do my own version of an AI voice, and I do things like, hey, what are you? Some kind of A-nut? And, 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 <laughs> I've heard and it so many times, but it still cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just... Um, I think that... I like your company because you seem to be trying to find a neutral point, you know, AI aside, forget AI for a minute. But I was a big union member way back. I was the president of AFTRA for three terms in Miami, um, I, you know, back in the uh, 90s. And I remember sitting around the table and they saying, oh, my God, we're going to go on strike. We're not getting enough money. And I just looked around the table at everybody who wasn't working. And I said, you, you people are nuts. I just made $8,000 doing six car commercials. And you want to get more? I said, we're not brain surgeons. And by God, they went on strike and I lost every account I ever had. <laughs> and then, so, and they're not joining the world there, there seem to be more for the big newscasters, the big voiceover talents, the famous actors, but they don't see where, uh, like Kevin Kilpatrick says, we're the middle America voiceover talent. We stay at home. We do our thing. We're in the middle of everything. Some of us could be in the big time, but I just choose not to. I'm too old. Um, and then you've got Fiverr. And you've got people promoting themselves. Jim Bob will do a 35-minute video for $2. <laughs> right. And I'm going, what? And then you've got the union who who's completely lost touch with what's going on in the world. Yes. And there's no middle ground. But the middle ground, to me, the only middle ground I can find is with places like yoursvoices.com. They're, they're somewhere in the ballpark. Right. And I, well, I, I, I want to say is, thank it, you for that because somebody needs to get us back on track. Yeah. But the thing that we're not doing that the unions were doing is, and I think it was very adamant in the in the last in the in the recession that happened last year because of the pandemic is that the the union provided social security at a at a better level than what happens with how the industry is working right now. Right. So I th- I know that myself and other uh, company owners from other platforms have tried have tried to talk to the union about precisely this aspect. It would be nice if they have a bigger role yes. because voice actors Need to work about their need to work on their pension and need to be socially uh, they, secured they, when anything when anything happens and there's not a lot of tools right now. No, they keep and raising the threshold say, for, th- for health insurance. That, that, yeah, but oh. unions are they. Based on my last couple of two years working with them, they are moving in the right direction. It's just not going as fast as technology is developing. Right, but it, I got to speed it, it up. <laughs> yeah, and otherwise. Yeah. Uh, uh, other institutions in the industry need to get funded by companies like ours to set yes. up these kind of programs. That yes. would be ideal. Yes. Very informative. Yeah. Very informative. Yeah, but right. I just wanted to say to the AI thing that those of us who really do this for a living and have done it for a long time, uh, I can probably get a something done for somebody in about the same amount of time as they could get an AI voice on there. 
you know, well, not a first-minute video, but I did record a, a two-hour show for the Science Channel in two hours and 14 minutes. And it's still, they're still going to have to do it at real time, aren't they? Well, if it's a if it's a ten hour course that needs to be done by the end of the night, and I need about two chapters of those that require examples, they need right. to be very high performative pieces. But the right. intro and the other middle sections, they don't necessarily need to be informative. They need don't need to be high quality. Right. Then I can right. see you doing a mix, right? Because you can do the right. two hour in that turnaround time, but those ten hours you cannot. Right. That's where I can help you out. So gotcha. it's really in these kind of new kind of cases where. They need faster and faster turnaround for bigger and bigger projects. Right. Um, the so world the is going of too a finished fast, hour Rolf. might might take a different, <coughs> different everybody approach, needs right? to take a Xanax and just freaking relax. It's a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't have to be out the door at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so that's what's it, happened to the world. Everything is going so fast. In the early stages of the AI voice options that you are offering, I assume you guys are still offering them. Yeah, we, we didn't make anything ourselves. We can't. And we just invited companies that built those AI com- AI profiles to put profiles on Voice on the Three that we then gotcha. connect. So, so how, they're still there. How many yeah. voice options do you think there are for AI at this point? By voice options, like you mean uh, how many, uh, old guy, British voices? guy, <laughs> you know, uh, young oh, yeah, girl. There's like given thousands that there's fifty, already. fifty or sixty companies that there must be about thousands already. Yeah, right. maybe there's a hundred good ones. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's Just like anything. Like you're talking about voice styles and different uh, yeah. reaches, basically. That's another way to look at this AI as an opportunity from a voice app, right? So I know that some AI companies mirror their business model on the movie The Irishman, right? Where Robert De Niro gets old, gets young, gets old again, gets young again, gets even younger, oh, and they use CGI the, to have that visual right. uh, exp- uh, experience from ours as a as a viewer. Right now, imagine putting the sleeve of a child on top of your own voice, and then you have that reach suddenly. You can act as a child. You don't have to act as a child. You can be a, the actual child version. Then it that's one way as a voice actor to then extend your reach. Or if you can do, uh, if you have a Portuguese version of yourself, you right. can add that to your portfolio. Right. I one, think that's one, one of the concepts that, that your voice, you can be like an omnipotent creator there <laughs> to, to cater to a lot I am of not omnipotent. Uh, I went to my pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> so really it's about um, realizing that the, the industries like IVR, like you mentioned, you know, those are the ones that are going to initially be hit. Yes. Uh, the hardest yeah. and short form content. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But for speci- especially really when it's a hype. Acting. It's, it's a hype now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and hypes will go away and there will be, I think that the, the one thing that I don't want to happen is I know that when we in 2003 got started, there was like there was kind of like a, a shift, right? It's one of the one of the first digital platforms, and then there was a, a big of opposition, and then early adopters, and now we're in a place where that's a new reality. Whether you want it or not, these kind of marketplaces are there, and I fear that the people who push very hard against AI might miss or have to catch up later. If they, if they, by default, shut the door instantly. Right. I would say be open-minded, be careful, uh, but yeah. uh, don't be close-minded, at least when it comes <laughs> to a kind of technology that's already around. Because mm-hmm. we've already heard Why stories about somebody doing an AI voice and then all of a sudden hearing themselves on something else that they didn't get paid for. Yeah. Right? So yeah. be yeah. careful of that. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. exactly. But the other part of technology is that now that most content happens on the web, it's becoming more and more traceable. Right. right. You can oh, already exactly. write programs where if I 
have an audio file of myself and I give it to my clients, I can trace it. And if it's used again, I can hear, I can recognize myself and I can say, Hey, you're using it there. Right. <laughs> it's a matter of time where these technologies <laughs> catch up to each other. And mm-hmm. it should be fine. My favorite thing that ever happened on voice one, two, three was I, I, I did a job for a company and it was one of the greatest scripts that I'd ever re- uh, read in my life. And four months later, the same company put on an audition on Voice 1, 2, and 3 and said, we want a voice like this. So I clicked on the voice, and it was me. <laughs> and so I said, why didn't you just call me? <laughs> you got my number. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. I went, boy, that sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, it's, it's me. Okay. <laughs> so if I can connect that real quick to what is important for people to get started in the industry, uh, on places like Voice on Three, that's still how the majority of people looking for voiceovers search. They mm-hmm. search, I want a voice that sounds like this. Right. The most popular search term is still Morgan Freeman. Yes. Wow. Been for the last 20 years, it still is. Yes. I'm not saying do a do an impersonation of Morgan Freeman, but Morgan Freeman stands for His a kind of deep attitude. warm voice, right? And what he what he, he sends out. So if you if you build a, let's say, a profile on Voice on the Three, and you start adding these different audio files in your playlist, um, rather than making a demo, make sure that you have different kinds of small samples that show your range and that that really properly describe in many different ways, um, from warm to sounds like sort of Morgan Freeman. If you start to put that those words ah. with those audio files, then people start to find you. People start to look. Uh, Interesting. Um, we're a not going to have connecting with you. We're not going to air this part of that, Rolf. We're just going to keep that between <laughs> you, me, and Linda. Okay. <laughs> well played. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> now I fold. Um, that's very interesting. I bet you Sam Elliott is in the top five as well. He's popular search. Yeah. 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 And for women, Sigourney Weaver, maybe. I get a lot. She's of that. up there. Yeah. Yeah, I get She's a lot of there. that. Or uh, Rashida Jones too. She's another another popular one. Marilyn Monroe. Well, <laughs> most po- most popular voice style right now is conversational. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's real and bored. <laughs> it's a hard one to do as well. It is. So. Yep. Yeah. That's what we with our students. We go. The hardest thing to be is yourself. Yeah. Because they always want to do something. Like I am an actor. Put a voice on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we love when we get radio people because everything sounds like this. And I said, you know, you work, you sound like an announcer at a strip club. Could you just pull it back a little bit? You know, next up on the main stage, we've got Aurora. And I'm going, no, that's not how we sell Jeff peanut butter. <laughs> well, I think this that, has been that, very informative. Yeah, it's actually kind of exciting now to hear. It's a pleasure the, to meet you. What's your phone number and your address so I can wash oh, your car? It's exciting to hear about you know the opportunities that could work hand in hand for voice talent especially i mean if you're going to work on your craft and the focus needs to be that you you know become freaking great at what you do um so then that way you know when ai does uh, you know interfere yeah a threat yeah become part of our lives that we can incorporate it and make some financial get some right. by yeah. financial gain from it right you know? and i think uh, that's all the yeah. role of voice on three as a company for the last 18 years i think it's been hard to understand like who are these people yeah who is who is behind Voice on Three? Who's working on Voice on Three? In the last two three years, we're trying to open that up a bit, and we realize that our position, uh, we shouldn't be so anal about staying away from everything. And well, no, we just want you to do everything. We just build software. We're a tech company. Mm-hmm. But I think what we can do is share these kind of insights. Hey, this is what clients are looking for right now. They want they want to make it. What the most biggest problem is not whether you're good or enough. They just want to make sure that your quality of your audio is good, right. that you're easy to work with. 
those are the two most important things that come up like yeah. and that's these kind of trying, things yeah. that we can share and hey this uh, video gaming is going up specifically on mobile this has the following consequences and i don't i cannot uh, share the consequences but i can open up these are trends and then people like you the experts can provide the content in podcast or an educational right. material for right. everybody out there i think our role is slightly changing there yeah, and that's uh, that's what I try and tell the people who call and say, well, you know, I want to do voiceovers, and I want to I want to start next week, and I, I just say there's so much to know. It's so much more than reading a script. It's getting along with the client. It's figuring out what they want. It's digging into the copy, yeah. and really, it's a channeling business. what the writer has done and what he wants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. faster you can get that done, and and you know, if you get a round of applause at the end of a session, you know you've done it well. And there's just so much to it. Billing, how to, yeah. how not but, to tick people the off. The most successful actors on our platform, mo and a large majority of them, they either work in couples or they work with an assistant mm. to do the admin to make sure that the, the creative person does the creative work, but that that mostly you're responsive, that mostly you're able to yeah. reply to all the messages that come in, and that your yes. your invoicing is very clear, and that you can adapt to multiple payment system of all these different clients. Right. That that's where the magic of the business happens with that, right. that, 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 that may be from an outside outlook, boring part is very important. Yeah. I have a question. I'm sorry. What? Um, I find that sometimes I get in a voice one, two, three frenzy and I start doing a ton of voice one, two, three auditions. And there was a while ago where I booked three or four in, in a week, knock wood, knock wood, doesn't happen all the time, but it seemed like the auditions slowed down a little bit or I, when I got them, 32 people had already done it. Is that the computer algorithm that slows me down a little bit to, to give other people a chance? Is that why that happens? Well, there's, there's not a shortage of work. Like, uh, so there, the amount of work that flows through voice on three is still increasing year over year. Meaning right. there's more, more voice opportunities than ever. There's also more people joining the industry. Oh yes. I don't know. <laughs> we know <laughs> the particular case, but yes, we do have, a, we, in the end, we do have an algorithm that, helps us decide who should we invite first and who should we invite later. And it just depends on how, uh, how our clients review all these kind of auditions that come through. So well, they, they honestly, I don't know your personal case. Right. Uh, but, yeah. So your clients actually review with you what they thought of us? Not with us. Through They give us feedback in the platform. Ah, interesting. One-on-one -on -one is subjective, right. right? As we know that the read on Monday is different than the read of Tuesday and right. shouldn't be a factor. And but at 400,000 400, people and then over a year, it sort of starts to bring relative information for us. Right, okay. Which is why, in essence, we're a tech company. Right, okay. So the, the computer and all the algorithms are also what are judging too when you get told you're in the top 40%, yeah. top 30%. Yeah. There's not a person saying, I like you, I don't like you. It's, right. it's all it's of that all information numbers. from all of the people. And then it's, uh, it's all numbers. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you are being so transparent about everything. I mean, this is what I've always loved about Voice123 and why I recommend you guys. But yep. um, now I love you, Rolf. I, I love you. Yeah, yes. so do I. So do yes. I. It's nice to Praying put a for face. This <laughs> it's nice again i'm going back to the human it's nice to see the human part of voice one two three you're you're a guy you're you're just you're yeah. like us you're you're yeah we're not a scary tech company that does all these weird things no there's a 
That's important. And we have that. We have that. We have the desire too. We had a, a retreat a couple of uh, last year. I wasn't so we invited, Rolf. What happened? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Next time, Jed. Okay. So we're a completely remote company, meaning that everybody has worked from home, uh, and we meet up via Zoom for the last five years. So we were very much prepared for that for that part of the pandemic. But we do see each other once or twice a year, and we try to share as many stories about the industry as possible by inviting our actors and our clients. Hey, this is what it was because of Voice on Three. This is what we could do. And uh, it's always nice to hear these kind of stories. That's Very great. Good. So Very you're, good. you've been, you're doing interviewing, <laughs> interviews and podcasts and everything just to get the word out about the, you know, what's happening with the state of the report and AI. and Yes. And because uh, I've been, I'm, I'm not, I'm always a bit nervous for these kind of interviews and these kind of podcasts. <laughs> Boy, you sure don't, don't seem it. You seem just <laughs> as natural as can be. I don't like like to necessarily be in the public eye, but I also realize that's more part of um, my role and the company's role to do that more. So regardless of this uh, this report, we just want to be more open, more uh, available, and and share more and more and more. So let this AI report be the first of of, of many of right. these kind of conversations that we are going to have but about I, voiceover. I think this is brilliant because now we get to put a face with the company. And it's not mm-hmm. just something that you have no idea about. Yeah, I, I know you now. To me too. Mm-hmm. And when I yeah, think of voice one, two, three, I'll think of you. Well, we appreciate you. you yes, guys, even choosing this us has been to. Fun. You know, I've really learned a lot. I know. I feel oh, humbled. Learned a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> do I. I enjoyed it too. So do I. To be part of such a large Thanks. company, and yeah. and gosh, if you do book a few things, you know, I, I know auditions. We always tell everybody if you book one in a hundred, you're doing well, but. Um, it's it's nice to know that among four hundred thousand people that that when you do get a job you can really be proud of yourself. That's a big list. Yeah, yeah. that is a big list. That's Definitely. and uh, I'm going to check it twice. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So head yeah, over to promoting uh, my Santa voice in case anybody needs one. Santa, oh, yeah. <laughs> head over to Voice One Two Three um, and go to their now. Okay. No, what is it? The voice booth or VO booth? The booth. The, just just the, booth. the booth, yeah. The booth. And you can uh, check out this report. But from, from what it sounds like, you know, it's not all as, as scary as No, I like Rolf very much from his answers for AI. <laughs> like very good answers, <laughs> Rolf. Thanks, thanks. What kind of chocolate do you like? I am not AI. I am a real person. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rolf, for being on our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Any, any parting, parting words from either of you? I can't part yet. It's not quite grown in, but <laughs> sorry. No, just a big thank you. Thanks for having me. And I thank really you very the much. Yes, it was very, very informative. And uh, th- this was really cool. Yeah. I-, I was actually nervous. I was nervous too. Oh my I- God. I-, I was actually. It makes three of us. Oh my God. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I-, I think we should all go hang out and play shuffleboard or something. <laughs> shuffleboard. Sure. <laughs> We're in Miami uh, Beach. Hey, I've had a heart ride. attack. I can't do much. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Can you go get that shuffle thing for me? Um, well, well, that wraps you. up a very, a very cool episode of the Voiceover the Gurus coolest, podcast. The coolest in my mind. Yes, the coolest so far. No offense against anyone else that we've had on the podcast, right? Well, some. Um. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Any questions that you have for us or topics you'd like us to discuss, email us at info at voiceover.guru. Um, we will have um, audition, uh, not auditions. We have our mock audition next week, but we will have um, some workouts in August too. And uh, those will be posted soon. That always confuses me because we're doing, and then it was last week when we're playing this, but then I don't know. This one's more current. This this podcast more current because we have current things. This is going to air two weeks ago. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> one week ago, it okay. would be. <laughs> Time travel meeting last Thursday at 7 p.m. Right. Be there. <laughs> All right. Everybody have a great rest of your day. Ralph, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank You're you. welcome anytime. So we'll see you next week? Sure. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Bye now. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.